Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. And uh, if you'd like to join us here on the air, use the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914-785-7914. Also on Facebook or Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. Uh, Facebook Live, if you'd like to watch this magical mystery unfold, you can watch it, watch us on on the Facebook. But again, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914. We're now entering uh, day 11, I think it is, of the mysterious closure of Cass Street and La Crosse with no explanation from City Hall for why it continues to remain closed despite the fact Closed at 23rd and Cass, despite the fact that there appears to be no work left to do other than add an inch and a half of blacktop. Just zero explanation. So uh, we'll try to find out. <laughs> somebody must know. Somebody has the keys to the car, but nobody can remember where the car is parked. 608-785-7914. It's weird because I, it's one of those, it's a time of year where it's it's difficult to get around. Because streets are under construction. It's frustrating when streets are not under construction, but they're still closed. Then you're like, what are you, what are you doing? Why, why, why are you still doing that? Bizarre. Uh, you know what? We just, what we need is to have more cooperation among, uh, among those uh, departments that are working on streets within the city of La Crosse. You know, and there are actually people that are advocating for more regional cooperation among like fire departments and police departments and municipal court and that type of thing. They had a meeting about that this very day in the city of Onalaska. Onalaska City Hall was the spot for the meeting at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And there, watching it all unfold, keeping them on their toes, our own Brad Williams, who was... um, Checking that out, Brad. Cooperation, what a great idea. A great idea. Regional cooperation on the uh, on the agenda today at uh, on Alaska City Hall. First of all, okay, who who was there? Besides it, not not the uh, you I know you told me when you came in there was standing room only in on Alaska City Hall, but who who was there in terms of representatives of local government? Who if was, you call it, they will come. Now yeah. Joe Joe Chilson, uh, sort of the leader of the meeting yeah, there. Right, yeah. So you go around the table, you've got Mayor Cabot from La Crosse, you have Town of Shelby. Village of Holman, you have the uh, Campbell, Madary, County Board Chair. You also have uh, Shelby, West Salem's chief was there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. And so uh, it, pretty much everybody they expected to be there was there. All right, so the Shelby and Campbell chiefs were there or somebody else? Well, just... uh, members of the town board generally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, so, so, but everybody had somebody there. Yeah, pretty, more or less, more okay. or less, right? right. And it, what? And I know this is the they they actually plan on having they probably I, I think I heard they were planning on having more meetings than this one today. So what they do today? They want to have more at night so people can show up. Yeah, now, right. You did have uh, firefighters who uh, many of them. It was pointed out seventy percent of firefighters 
in that profession are volunteers. They're right. not full-timers. Right. So there were so some volunteer some of them, pipers. You know, taking a little time off work right. uh, to, to see what they were talking about. And what it was was from Joe Chilson and everybody else down is more cooperation. Now also uh, leading the charge there is lacrosse's fire chief, Ken Gilliam. Right. It's mainly a lot of uh, he is in his first year in town and saying, well, we ought, we ought to do this. And he's finding that uh, – People around here in the fire departments haven't done the things that he would like uh, to see done. And that's part of what they want to do in the future is get around the barriers. And there was a lot of discussion of uh, a a program which they have is MABAS, M-A-B-A-S. That's mutual aid. And whenever there's a fire call out, they look at their cards and, okay, can we do it? Do they need this? Do they need that? Are we allowed to do that? And uh, either everybody... They wanted to see everybody understand what that is and at least uh, get some more cooperation as to, you know, maybe we can go out to this fire even if it's not close to us. Or or in some cases, like a uh, recent fire in French Island, is that uh, lacrosse, uh, that what uh, Chief Gilliam said, if lacrosse had been called sooner, fire might have been less severe. Yeah. Uh, does the Lacrosse Fire Department want to take over uh, um, authority over all of the uh, fire departments in the region? No, he didn't act that way. It's uh, more uh, of a collaborative. He, secret, he secretly wants to do that. Well, you, you, okay, you get him to say that. Yeah, I guess right. I didn't hear him say he didn't, that. He didn't say that. All right. No, no. Okay, we got to we got to read between the lines though. So right. Uh, all right. So he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to necessarily take over uh, because that's a concern. Obviously, I would imagine. Now, did anybody what, during the meeting were there any concerns voiced by the town of Shelby or the town of Campbell about this? They appear to be have been uh, up until this point a little reticent to cooperate in any kind of way. Well, they were in the meeting and they they didn't talk a whole lot. There were it was mainly two or three people with their concerns and uh, other people saying, "Well, yeah, that's right." So uh, mm. they there were there were a lot of people willing to listen to uh, the idea of being more open and uh, not so much of you're on my turf mm-hmm. and, and you know, this is what we do and this is our area and we go first. Was there anybody that continually looking at his phone thinking I should be somewhere else right now? Not that I saw. Okay. No. Right. Well, that's a, that's a good indication that they're not interested in any kind of way. I just want to point that out. Um, the town of Shelby was it? Was Tim Candle there? Or Tim Candle was. It was there. Tim Candle. Okay, yes. and he didn't pipe up. He's usually a big. He, yeah, he said a couple of things. Usually, so, yeah. blathers on incessantly. <laughs> but he, he wasn't incessant. No. no okay. No. All right. <laughs> All right. Just kidding, Tim. I'm kidding. All right. So there, but there's no indication from any anybody there. That there's fear that the city of La Crosse is going to take over their fire departments. No, that kind of uh, talk was not expressed. Huh. So was this more of an organizational meeting? Was there anything it, it was, was anything specific that they dealt with other than, hey, we want to cooperate more? It was more getting to know you. Because the, one interesting thing is that uh, you have the uh, village administrator of Holman and the... Uh, Scott Heinig. Scott Heinig and the uh, town chairman of Campbell. And they apparently had not met. It's like, I'm sorry, what do you sorry mean? what's did, your they name haven't again? Met? And they, they, were, they met right at the table they haven't met? in the meeting. They hadn't been in the same room together, apparently. And this, this was like, hey... We're getting people together. I mean, okay, that's all right. Or at least he didn't recognize him. But uh, okay. I'm, I'm, we right. are assuming that they all hadn't right. met. Okay, it is. You know, See, it's, because like, it's like four miles away. You don't get all these people together. That's the impression I got. Yeah. Is that these right. people don't get together a whole lot in the same room talking yeah. okay. about a mutual concern? All right. 
the people that were there watching, uh, regular folks, firefighters, were there just were there just regular taxpayers that were like, please don't take over our fire department? There were a few. Well, nobody stood up and said, I don't like this talk. Was, you know, was Greg Luce there? No, I didn't see any Greg. No, Luce. Greg Luce wasn't no, there. <laughs> no, and a lot of the people in the in the room were. Either firefighters or uh, people interested, retired firefighters, uh, for example, and and lawmakers, uh, political uh, junkies, so to speak. So you uh, said there were junkies there. Wow, I'm talking Joe Heim, political junkie. Wait, that's, Joe Heim's a junkie, political I'm junkie. Kidding. All right, that's fine. All right, so Joe Heim was there just to get yes educated. I was sitting in front of uh, of Chief Tisher, All so right. police chiefs there as well. All right. Was there any talk besides, was there any talk of police or was it just all about fire departments? It was pretty much about fire departments. And uh, Mayor Joe uh, was in in control of the meeting, basically, and said, look, we don't want, you know, everybody's talking about how are we going to save money? We got to save money. It's lives that we're talking. How can we save lives? Mm. Yeah. That was a key point of the meeting. Yeah. All right. Joe Chelson in charge. That's a interesting concept. Well, right. he was in this case. Yep. There you go. Uh, so he was running the meeting. Yes. Huh. Where'd he go, Mayor Joe? Taking well, charge. It, it was his room. Yeah. Yeah, it was on Alaska City Council's. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Brad, thanks. Anything else that jumps off the page for you? That, that was... Uh, were there, were the there, re- were there refreshments? I didn't see refreshments. Okay, was there any... How no, long was There the might have been coffee in the back. And they had coffee. How long was it? It was a little over an hour. Okay. So they're, so was there they're another setting me- it up for another meeting in the future. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is there going to be a standing committee? Are they going to call us something? They might, but uh, they didn't have anything that, that fancy this time. Wow. Okay. It's, they have to go in small steps. Yeah, know? like little baby steps. That's it's, right. Nothing is ever going to happen here. I see the writing <laughs> on the wall. Brad. One meeting happened. One meeting. So you can they got that one, one meeting. meeting happened. Brad Williams, thanks so much. Brad okay. Williams taking care of that uh, um, duty today. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-79-14. Cooperation, regional cooperation, taking care of business that kind of way. Uh, Brad Williams checking it out in Alaska today. And actually, Mike wants to chime in here. So let me get Mike on the air right now. Mike, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, I just want to say that, yeah, I can see how it would be a good thing in saving people's lives if we were cooperating. But on the other hand, I, I'm a guy that's old enough to remember the big land wars between Alaska and La Crosse and the great big land grab that La Crosse won from Alaska. Mm-hmm. And if La Crosse is just looking for help for uh, covering all that extra land that they got up here, uh, adjacent to Alaska, well, maybe they just need to hire more fire department people and put in more fire departments on the north side up here. Yeah, you know that, I, that can bothers I, Mike, me. The other thing is, yeah. uh, Lacrosse has taken over a lot of different communities just on the the aspect that they say, "Well, we're serving you with all these services, then uh, then we should." just be able to annex you because we're giving you all these services. Hmm. So I worry a little bit about that. I would if I was some of the smaller communities. All right, so you're worried worried about the city of La Crosse annexing, if you, I don't know where you live, but whatever smaller community you're talking about, worried about the city of La Crosse annexing more land from uh, uh, little towns and whatnot. Well, you talk about North uh, North La Crosse. Uh, Those people wanted to... They they weren't exactly a hundred percent happy when Lacrosse decided to make them part of themselves. That, you know that was quite a quite a while ago, wasn't it? 
I know that, but a lot of people have long memories. Yeah, but those but those people aren't even aren't in Lacrosse City Hall anymore, though. Well, I understand that. Okay, all right. I just I I wonder, Mike, if and I, I understand the the um, trepidation that you have towards the city of Lacrosse and its its ravenous desire to gobble up more land, but a lot of that happened many many years ago, didn't it? Uh, I know. Okay. It's uh, the same thing. I I don't like the fact that. Uh, Alaska has to, to be dependent on lacrosse for its water treatment. Well, yeah. I think the water treatment plant should be owned by the county. Mm. Uh, I, you know, I think there has been some conversation that has uh, been similar to that in the past. But look, I, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. And I, and um, you know, actually, weirdly enough, the water utility is an example of some regional cooperation because it is, it is. Actually, there's an independence that the water utility has, and it, it serves its customers of Onalaska and, I don't know what's going on with Holman right now, but Onalaska and the town of Campbell and uh, whatever, La Crescent and a couple others. All right, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, Lacrosse Talk, Beyond the Wisdom, I'm Mitch Reynolds. Hi, my name is Dave Cornell. I'm one of the owners at Fox Hollow Golf Course. When I think of Ultra, I think of the personal relationships I've had there with all their employees. Whenever they come out, it's always relaxing to deal with them, whether it's having a beer, playing around a golf, or talking. The Crosstalk PM and WIZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. Uh, Brad Williams stopped in the studio just a little while ago. We were talking about the regional cooperation meeting that was held in Alaska today, midday today. Um, and it's uh, basically this, it's nothing, this has come up before, so this is not exactly a new concept, but it gets a new push from Lacrosse Fire Chief Ken Gilliam has been on the job for a year, and he would like, he thinks there needs to be more cooperation between Lacrosse and, or among Lacrosse and surrounding communities. Campbell, Shelby, Tolman, Alaska, you know, I've, they've already signed this uh, agreement with Madari to provide fire service there for whatever it is, 20 some thousand dollars this year. And I, I've heard uh, from a few people who have expressed suspicions that that's exactly what the city wants to do. Uh, for other towns, they really just want to take over fire service and sort of, and with that, be able to expand, you know, the fire department. It's the uh, constant ever grow, the constant growth of a government, I guess, something along those lines. Anyway, um, so, uh, and Mike just expressed that very fear. The Mike uh, was called just right before the break and was talking about how he has some reservations with this talk of cooperation among local governments because, and, and I, I don't know, I, I forgot where he said he lived, but, um, I would imagine, especially for the people in the town of Shelby and the town of Campbell, um, I don't know, town of Alaska, whenever you hear about a city like the city of the cross or the city of Alaska taking over your, or doing, doing more in your community, what are you thinking? You're thinking that we got to pay them. That's money that I, that, you know, gets, starts getting added onto my property taxes. And so the value of me living 
outside of the city and paying lower property taxes starts to get diminished because I'm all suddenly paying more property taxes. I mean, these are the types of comments that I hear. So I get it. Uh, I don't, I don't think we're on the verge of anything of, of a, a breakthrough of any kind in any kind of way right now. Not a chance. There is n- zero possibility of any sort of let's gonna let's sign a cooperative agreement tomorrow kind of thing. That's not happening. There might be some sort of cooperative agreement that gets signed, but but nothing immediately. In the meantime, is that one of those concerns that you would have if you live outside the city of lacrosse and suddenly the city of lacrosse is looking around going, yeah, you know, let's take over that fire duties there and fire duties there. There was, um, I think it was an editorial in the trip that called for a one countywide fire department or was it something like that? Right. I don't, maybe that wasn't, it was something along the lines of a countywide fire department. One, one fire department for all. Somebody on this program, not that long ago said, you know, we got a countywide streets department. The county's providing streets, uh, street uh, street services. Why not a county fire department? I would say in, in general, primarily because if you're in the if you're in the city of Onalaska and the city of La, of La Crosse, you probably don't want that other fire department over there. I think more specifically, though, people in the town of Campbell, people in the town of Shelby, or any other town, they don't want that big, fancy-schmancy, high-paid, full-time fire department showing up and uh, getting paid. That'd be my guess, is that there's something, you have some significant frustration, fear, and angst about those fancy-schmancy red fire trucks from the city of La Crosse showing up with their $10 million fire department Looking to fight fires. That'd be my guess. Am I right? When they roll up, you're thinking dollar signs. And those dollar signs mean something extra on your property taxes. 608-785-7914. Tell me if those are your concerns. We'll go to Greg. Greg, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, hey, Mitch. Um, I didn't go to the meeting today, but I got a report from a couple people that were. And... uh, People in Alaska weren't too happy about Tara Johnson coming down there to City Hall and running the meeting. She wasn't one of the players in this whole thing. This was supposed to be a discussion amongst uh, the municipalities that want to get their things together. I think I think your mayor. I think your I think your mayor was hmm? running. I think I think Joe Chilson was running the meeting. You mean just by her presence, uh, she was running. Tara Johnson was doing most of the talking. Mm. So, I don't know. The folks in Alaska weren't too happy about that. But what, what they're trying to do is come in and Holman has a piss-poor fire department and Madari has just about nothing. And Madari wasn't paying their bills very well. That's why Alaska stopped providing service for them. Mm-hmm. So, both of these towns, on, uh, La Crosse wants to get a hold of doing their business, but La Crosse can't respond to Holman and they've got to build a new station out by the mall to do Madari. So they what they want, they want to use on Alaska to uh, take care of Holman and Madari's business. Mm-hmm. But La Crosse would be running it. So this is an expansion so, bid, essentially. 
Yeah, it's expansion, okay. and but Alaska is the one that's going to take it in the shorts here if something was to happen because Why? Alaska has a pretty good fire department. Okay, you know, takes care of their own business, and uh, just because Holman grew too fast, and I guess Holman uh, had a, a third party contractor doing their fire, the majority of their firework, and and the company quit. So they're pretty desperate out in Holman. <laughs> uh, they are. They're they're looking for somebody to do their stuff, and and I understand from this meeting, the the players there said that Madari wanted uh, fire protection and didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. Well, they are. Uh, they they Madari didn't want to be annexed. You know, they didn't want to be annexed in Alaska, but they want Alaska to provide services. Mm-hmm. They are, they are, and they and they are paying lacrosse um, at least through the end of the year. So I, I mean, they're they are in fact paying something. Yeah. They just I, and I don't know what happened with the, the city of Alaska. Yeah. So yeah, the, this the is fear, a real goofy deal. The How fear, the county got involved, I have no idea. You don't think that there's some some re, some rationale for that if you have uh, the local governments within the county gathering to have discussions about cooperation, the county shouldn't be involved in some kind of way. Heavens no! You, you mentioned that the that the county has a a county uh, street crew. Yeah, they're the worst. They're worse than any of the municipalities around here, right? They're the ones that screwed up Holman's Road. I think that there were actually more you, players involved in that than just uh, the, the uh, county. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was kind your, of a well, mess. No, the county paved that road for him. But. No, the, the county's the worst. Ask your buddy Jerome about when he tried to put 300000 towards county roads or 100000 from that budget. Yeah. So it sounds like you're saying they're just underfunded, really. They need more money. they got to have more money. Uh, all right, look. Hey, I yeah, take, no, that's I, not at all. I would okay. never say that, Mitch. i got to take a break for they're news. They're the worst. Greg, I appreciate right. the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. Your calls, your thoughts. Is it as bad as Greg says... Uh, if you're in the city of Alaska, are you concerned about the city of La Crosse uh, sweeping in and raising the cost of uh, your fire protection, therefore your property taxes, 608-785-7914. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Your business is ready to take the next step into the future, but your software is stuck in the past. Let Lacrosse Technical Consultants create custom business applications that will launch you forward without crushing your bottom line. Have your own software development teams? Supplement them with Lacrosse Technical Consultant staff at a fraction of the cost of a new hire. Visit ltcdevelopers.com today. Request a free quote and watch your vision come to life. Take your business into the future. Visit ltcdevelopers.com. My name is Ashley Beck. I'm the housing manager for Benedictine Villa Assisted Living. I love working there. I love seeing people grow. Uh, We have a lot of people that come in and families say, they're not gonna do well here. It's just a total change in environment. And we see people just kind of blossom into social people and they love to be out and do the activities that we have. And it's just fun to watch people grow. Benedictine Villa Assisted Living, a one of a kind assisted living community for seniors seeking freedom and the comfort of home. We had one lady move in and she was just
Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talking text line 785-7914. Also on, um, on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. Facebook Live, too, if you're interested in doing that. you just It's basically you're watching us. And when I say us, I mean me. And it's me just sitting here. So, thrilling. Uh, I'm not going to go there. But it's got all kinds of potential for me to throw things at Rick, for instance. And um, you can't really see him react, which is also, I mean, thrilling, right? There's all, there's so much going on here. Really, really exciting. 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Uh, if you would like to catch up on the latest news from our newsroom, check out wisdomnews.com. Uh, the information that we have available about the high-speed chase through lacrosse is on our website at wisdomnews.com. Uh, that was uh, an interesting one. Uh, that was early this morning. Uh a 16-year-old girl in her, a car she stole from her mom. The car was actually reported as stolen, so it is a stolen car. Uh, led police on a high-speed chase through the city of La Crosse. It's, I, I got to believe that is one of those situations where you really don't... It's, it's right after midnight. I got to believe you really don't want to... You've got a stolen car. You don't know who's in it. You can't be really all that interested in really hitting that pursuit hard. I mean, you're already up to 85, 90 miles an hour. You're, you're, someone's in a car just about to bust down 4th Street through the middle of Lacrosse, just after midnight. I mean, it's not going to be super busy, but it is summertime. There's more people out and about than usual. you got to believe that that they're not that interested in terminating or in uh, following through that pursuit. Turns out police actually terminated the pursuit on the south, just south of downtown. So they called it off. They're like, yep, eh, we're good. And then picked it up again on the, once she got through the, through the downtown. So anyway, 16 year old girl uh, drove through the lacrosse, uh, 85, 90 miles an hour. So when she got past the interstate, I think uh, if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly, try to make a left turn there, and then wound up going down the embankment at Nutbush, was not hurt, which is interesting. So uh, that would be one of those situations. By the way, we were talking about cooperation. That'd be one of those situations where police would be cooperating with each other because once you know once you cross into another jurisdiction, which is right about there in that right in that zone there is where Lacrosse and Alaska meet. Alaska police would get involved in some kind of way. So you cooperate, and, and they're used to doing that. And it, what is really in the, the, a meeting today in the city of Alaska was about regional cooperation, not only in police, but fire and maybe municipal courts as well. As you probably have heard, there's the the um, the municipal court in, in Alaska, which is the that uh, uh, Cooley Region Municipal Court. I, don't, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a dumpster fire. So you've got that, and you've got a turnover of fire chiefs, not Alaskan Holman. Holman's looking at buying a million-dollar fire truck. Campbell's over here looking to spend five hundred grand on another fire truck. You get all kinds of crazy things going on. So it, it's it is one of those situations where it makes perfect sense 
to have discussions about cooperation and working together, all that kind of stuff. But I do, there is certainly concerns out there about um, about maybe the city of Lacrosse just taking too much. Anyway, let's go to Todd. Todd, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Hi there. I'm a fireman, a retired fireman. Okay. And From where, Todd? It's, it's, worked, it's worked real well over the years at other places that have tried it. Uh-huh. First of all, the city of Lacrosse is not trying to take over. They're trying to, they're trying to make a, a cooperative fire department that works together. Um, two of the places they did this in Wisconsin that it worked out fabulous. The biggest one I can I know of is the North Shore Fire Department over on the east side of Wisconsin. Okay. There were seven or eight there were seven or eight municipalities that all had their own fire department, and then they got together and they created one department. It's called the North Shore Fire Department mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and they ended up. When they joined, they had 30, like 30 pieces of fire apparatus, and they ended up making a cooperative fire department, and they had, they had less equipment, and they provided better service at a cheaper cost. Hmm. And then and another place that did it was, uh, it's called the Chippewa Fire District, and it's four municipalities that are around the city of Chippewa Falls up by Eau Claire. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing. They had four departments that were all doing their own thing. They, com- they had a chief come in, and he combined them all. They called it one department, the Chippewa Fire District. They ended up providing better service, and they, the cost was either the same or a little bit less. Hmm. And like I said, the big, the big deal of the whole thing is we're trying to provide, they're trying to provide better service and save lives. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you do some research on the North Shore Fire Department on the east, east side of Wisconsin, that tells the whole story. I mean, they're, they're not even looking back. They, they, they yeah. It was the best thing they ever did over there, and everybody involved even says it's the best thing they ever did over there. Todd, and that's Todd, all I have. Todd, can I, let me just ask you, though. You, first of all, where are you, tar- where are you retired from? I worked at uh, two or three places, actually. Okay. I retired out of Cross. Okay. But I, I did work. I worked for the Chippewa Fire District, and I worked for another fire department. So, I mean, I, I had intimate knowledge of okay. what the fire what the Chippewa Fire District did themselves, and it, it was fabulous. What do you think? I, I ended up out of the city of Lacrosse, but okay. Um, Todd, what do you think are the are the biggest obstacles towards uh, following that 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 example of the the North Shore Fire District? What do you think are the biggest obstacles of, uh, for doing this here? You've been you've worked in Lacrosse. What what do you think it look? What is right. the biggest obstacle right now for this for that to happen here? Well, I think that it's. Uh, the smaller municipalities don't want to give up their um, control, um, but in these municipalities that did it, they all have a they all have a horse in the race. You know, it's, they all get together, and each municipality they each have some say in it. You know, it's just it's combining services, and it, it saves money. I mean, like you say, you got one department that's looking to spend a million bucks on a fire truck. Got another one that's looking to spend five or six hundred thousand. You know, yeah. I mean, let's spread those. Let's spread this equipment around, and and you you take some of these places that they don't have any any coverage in the daytime. You know, because they're they're volunteer and you have people that are working. Obviously, you know, so there's no coverage in the daytime. Where if you collaborate and you put these together as one big department, I don't care what you call it. You know, it can be called the well, Lacrosse County Regional Fire Department or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, okay, but, yep. And you move these, you move personnel, and you move things around, and 
it's all about saving lives, man. And I mean, there's some communities. I, I don't live in the city of La Crosse. I live in uh, up in Galesville, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, in the daytime, you're, you're scarce. I mean, look at look at it, Holman when they had that apartment fire. Yep. They were calling. They were calling for help from a lot of other volunteer departments around them. And they didn't have anybody to send, or they didn't have any equipment or anything because those guys are working and stuff, you know. And okay. I mean, it's it's about saving life and property, and and not about holding our image of, hey, we got this little fire department, and we want to keep our we want to keep our name, you know. And it's like, I don't I don't get it. I okay. mean, it's if they put it all together and they follow the North Shore Fire Department model, they're going to find out that they're going to get better service, and the citizens are going to be paying as much as they are now or last. All right. Okay. Well, I, you've given us a, a couple of really good examples, uh, Todd, and I appreciate you calling in. Thanks so much. You're welcome. All right. Uh, well, Todd said it's been tried before, and it can it can, it can work again. Um, uh, the uh, North Shore... Um, do you, can you find out where, what exactly that North Shore Fire District is? Sounds like east of Milwaukee, I think. 608-785-7914, if you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Again, this cooperation conversation. Now, Todd, his his contention is that people will be paying the same or less with more cooperation. What about, what? why not, why not, how about skipping this formality of having endless meetings? Because we're looking at two, three years of meetings, Right. People getting together once in a while, talking about stuff, hammering out some sort of agreement to something. I don't know. Something will happen. Meeting-wise, there's going to be a lot of meetings. How about skipping that formality and working towards what Todd just talked about? Combining the local fire departments in the county of La Crosse and turning all of them over to one authority, and that authority being La Crosse County Fire District. It doesn't have to be, you know, it, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's fire departments working, working together, working with each other. And, uh, and, uh, Todd brought up a really good point about volunteers, uh, being scarce in some situations during the day, because those volunteers are working jobs at the time. 608-785-7914. Yes, Rick. North Shore Fire Department's just north. It's north of Milwaukee. Right. Ways. How many? Who's in, all in that? Well, I see two fire departments. Okay. But like Brown Deer, River Hills, Bayside. Is that what you want? Like okay, towns all of those? There? Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the towns. River Hills, Bayside, Fox Point. Okay. All right. So that sounds like all small. Near places. the Mequon Police Department. Sure. It's all that sounds like smaller communities. Is that right? Am I right about that? There's nothing big over there, is there? Isn't everything big in Milwaukee? No, it's like no. on the North Shore side. I think those are all small. Like, what's how big is Mequon? Mequon's not very big, is it? Well, I think Mequon is something. There's a Mequon north of like Stevens Point, which is way different than the Mequon. There's Milwaukee. two Mequons? No, there's that Minocqua. That's probably Minocqua, Minocqua yeah. you're thinking about. Yeah, Mequon, I think it's just. It's not very. I don't think it's very big. Are you? 13 miles north of Milwaukee. Right. So. Yeah. I, I don't. There's not much going on there. 
Yeah, so I don't know if it's, it'd be quite the same thing. I wonder if the Chippewa Fire District is something similar. Because in this particular situation, you have the city of La Crosse, which is obviously... Um, they have a TJ Maxx right there. In Mequon? Well, Bayside, I think. Oh, okay. Is that... I mean, that's big big time then, right? If you I have mean, a TJ Maxx? Right. I mean, on Alaska, big time, TJ Maxx? I suppose. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. That doesn't... I don't think that means... I don't, I don't know if that qualifies you as a big timer. If you it's in a TJ mall. Maxx. Do they have a mall? Yeah, okay. it's in a mall. Well, if you got a mall. Office Depot in that mall. A Ross Dress for Less. See, that's not a great place, though. Firehouse Subs. In the mall? In the mall. What's a firehouse? Pick and save? Hmm. I don't know. It sounds, sounds like a pretty dumpy mall, frankly. It's a Wendy's across the road? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, what you're telling me is I, I'm not hearing a lot of... I'm hearing more of like a... Bridgeview Plaza kind of mall. Something like that. Something that's a little bit on the shoddy side. I don't know what's wrong. What's wrong with the Bridgeview Plaza? I don't what are you yeah. talking no. about? It's great. It's a great place. It's it's a thing that everybody wants to fix. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one. Across Talk PM and WIZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. Talking about the regional cooperation meeting that was held in Alaska City Hall today. Representatives from local governments there, uh, representatives from, you know, uh, Holman on Alaska, La Crosse, Madary, Shelby, Campbell, the County of La Crosse, everybody getting together talking about sharing services or at least cooperating in how services are provided also there on hand during the meeting, Lacrosse's Fire Chief Ken Gilliam. Uh, Chief, um, I'm just wondering, how did you think, first of all, just give me a subjective evaluation. How do you think it went? Hey, Mitch. Uh, I thought it went well. I think, you know, certainly an initial conversation and uh, some people meeting each other for the first time, uh, opportunity to just kind of clarify or uh, dispel some rumors and some myths that were growing. And uh, I think it was a good initial conversation. Uh, certainly, you know, I, I'm with you. I hope it doesn't take three years of meetings. I'm, I'm hoping we can move a little quicker towards uh, some low-hanging fruit that we had identified today. But overall, I thought it was a positive meeting. Low-hanging fruit. Which ones are those? Well, I think just um, certainly encouraging municipalities to, you know, connect with their fire chiefs, look at their mutual aid plans. Um, I, I appreciate the, the discussions about, you know, the, the cost of what this is and people's concerns about that. Um, but right now we have mutual aid agreements where if a house is on fire, uh, we can respond for free. Other departments can respond and help us for free. And, uh, just there, you know, there's been, uh, incidents in recent memory where we're not getting called or we're getting called delayed, uh, which led to some great conversations about just automatic mutual aid where we pre-plan it, we agree on it, and maybe we send the closest two or three fire departments, um, Short time, certainly with the uh, daytime volunteer availability, things like that that have already come up on your show today. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, if we can get the appropriate amount of, uh, responders on the road, it's, it's not the trucks that put out fires, it's firefighters that put out fires and we need to get adequate staffing to the, to the scene of an emergency. Yeah. I think that those are the number, number one concerns that I hear about is the cost because there are a lot of people concerned about that. Um, but concerns from the, the from the standpoint of, of staffing during the day for the fires, for the volunteer forces who have, they, they struggle, frankly, to uh, to call up guys on pagers because they're working. And it's a little bit difficult to staff those those rigs. And that's that seems to be 
where you might uh, have um, the, the the greatest ability to to convince those other departments that we're that you're there to help, right? Absolutely, and I, I think you know it's um, we can we can fight over water and sewer and a lot of other things that cost money, but um, when somebody's house in Campbell, Shelby, on Alaska burns down, um, you know that person may work actually in the city of La Crosse. It's it's one big community, and those ripple effects of you know that happens. So um, we're not talking a fire every day, even you know we're uh, they're not happening that frequently. And uh, if if La Crosse can be an asset to the community, we're going to be there. I just want to assure that the the community understands. Right now, we've got agreements in place. There's no charge to call us. Um, we're not sending bills. Uh, we're not receiving bills from our neighbors either. And we do call mutual aid every once in a while when we get um, overwhelmed with call volume as well. So it's uh, we're, we're just working to uh, maybe tighten up the timelines, get us on the road faster. Um, certainly uh, with houses, uh, you know, getting fully involved in 10 to 15 minutes with the uh, modern day construction. Yeah. It's not waiting five or 10 minutes to call us. It's calling us right away as soon as the call comes in and, and getting an appropriate number of firefighters there. We can sort through the larger fire district and uh, fiscal uh, opportunities, uh, you know, over a little bit more timely basis. But, you know, I'm kind of immediately calling for, let's get the right amount of firefighters to a fire and, uh, and, and you know, take care of life safety issues. Just a couple of minutes, uh, Chief. Is there anybody giving you squinty eyes there today? Anybody, like, uh, just shaking their head, looking down, you know, that that uh, that uh, look of, we're not interested? I don't know, man. I <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yes, you know, yes has, is the answer. I'm not the best reader of body language. Right. I, uh, you know, I think everybody's there feeling each other out. I'm yeah. certainly new, and uh, I'm you know walking around just asking some questions. I uh, I hope I got the chance to uh, dispel some uh, some rumors that were floating around. Uh, you know, I heard your earlier caller uh, call in talking about you know he's getting reports and he's about fifty percent factual. A lot of the stuff he said didn't happen. <laughs> so it's it's like if you weren't there, don't you know don't put words in other people's mouths. It, it was a good conversation. I think, and uh, you know, I think we've certainly got some good conversations to come. All right, you sound optimistic. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right, Chief, thanks for calling in. Or, no, I'm sorry. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for taking our call. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. All right, yeah. Lacrosse Fire Chief Ken Gilliam. Uh, super looking forward to uh, the potential for uh, these conversations to continue, but uh, doesn't want them to continue for three years. Would prefer there to be actually some. Some things done immediately. And like you said, low-hanging fruit. I have to admit, you know, if we're talking about, well, we'll have to get to that later. We'll, we'll get back to this. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. Uh, also on Facebook, Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. There's a large percentage of us out there. <laughs> The Crosstalk PM and Wisdom, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Call in or text in either way you're in on the program using the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914. We're also on Facebook Live and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and La Crosse. Wonderful people making excellent beer and making me happy just about every single day. If you'd like to see what sort of beers they have, where you can find them, what sort of events they're involved in, just get a basic feel for what Pearl Street Brewery is, you can do that by downloading the free app on your phone. That's what I did, and it's very instructive. 608-785-7914. Once again, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line number three coming through with a 
couple of boxes of fried chicken for Rick and myself. Um, and, uh, and we're eating the fried chicken right now, as a matter of fact. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it's been, we're taking, basically we're taking a show break to consume fried chicken. He is our champion. Number three. In fact, we're going to dedicate the remainder of the show to number three. We'll call this number three show. With every perf, with every perf, we're going to dedicate the show to number three. This is number three show. This is for him. We're sending this one out to number three. As he is driving through the city of La Crosse, preparing for his trip to Cody, Wyoming. Letting you know that we're traveling with you, if not in body, at least in spirit. And loving fried chicken all the way. That's awesome. I love it. Were there any sides in there, by the way? Any, like, french fries? Just fried chicken? I'm just wondering. No, that's, I mean, we just said fried chicken. We just did. We didn't, we didn't want to mess around I didn't, with I didn't want else. to be too, like, anyways, too selfish or anything. Well, we kind of did that, and he was like, what are you guys talking about? Okay. All right. So just fried chicken? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's good. I'll, I, you can make a meal out of fried chicken. Like, it can be a, a full-on meal. Yeah, I don't know why you would need yeah. sides. You just get more fried chicken. Yeah, you just eat more fried chicken, and there's no, no need for any coleslaw or anything. I just was curious. It came in a big bag. That's why I was wondering. Pretty good stuff. Really enjoy that. <clears throat> anyway, so this show, the rest of the show, dedicated to number three and uh, him providing us fried chicken. Talking about regional cooperation uh, today, a meeting today held in Alaska City Hall, you know, looking for a cooperative kind of uh, way of going about things for uh, fire service and police and maybe even that sort of messed up Cooley Municipal Court. Maybe combining those, having one court, which would be interesting, one municipal court. Uh, none of that, by the way, really, I, I didn't. doesn't sound like any of that was discussed. It was mostly about fire departments. We talked to La Crosse Fire Chief Ken Gilliam a little while ago, and he actually likes the progress that was made. So we'll circle around back to that here very shortly. 608-785-7914. Across Talk PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. It's not news until you hear it on Wisdom News. Wisdom is WICM. News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Across Talk PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. And more of your calls and comments after this word about Bion Service Center on Jackson Street in La Crosse. It is the summer for driving. It is a season for driving summer. I, let me put it that way. It is a season for driving summer is... So before you hit the road and going any distance at all, yeah, sure, you know, winter driving is one thing, but uh, you're probably going to put more miles on your car this summer, so make sure it's ready to go on the road, road-worthy. Uh, we did that with the Wismobile not that long ago because, uh, frankly, we, we tend to uh, neglect the Wismobile more than we should. We're, we're going to turn the page on that one, though, and do much better in the future, but I just got an oil change at Bion's on the Wismobile uh, just so that when we are driving across the state... At the very least, we've got fresh oil in there. Um, but uh, but uh, for all my cars, I make sure that uh, you know that I'm ready to hit the road because we don't. I, you know, I don't have brand new cars. And for those of you who don't, you know very well that it's important that 
when you are on the road, especially in the summer when there's heavy traffic and you stand a strong possibility of sitting in traffic for long periods of time, you need to have a car that's running. If you want to make sure that you're ready to hit the road and uh, take care of the business that you want to take care of um, during your travels this summer, do what I do. Go to Bion Service Center on Jackson Street in La Crosse. They're my mechanic for life, and I tell people all the time, the only place in La Crosse I'll take my cars for repairs, service, and maintenance. Bion Service Center. Just go there and tell them Mitch Reynolds sent you. At some banks, you're a number. At some banks, you're a quota. The Crosstalk PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM, a show dedicated to number three. Providing Rick and I with fried chicken this afternoon. Thanks, number three. He's our superstar, and we've dedicated the rest of the show to him. Uh, the Better Hearing Center talk text line is 608 if you'd like to join us here on the air, call in or text in using the Better Hearing Center Talk at text line 608-785-7914. Also on Facebook Live, Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. Thanks to them. We talked to La Crosse Fire Chief Ken Gilliam a little while ago. Uh, I know that there's a lot of concern. Uh, there was, a, again, a regional cooperation meeting held today in the city of Onalaska. Everybody in the city uh, county of La Crosse was there. So you got representatives from Campbell and Shelby and Madary and, um, you know, Holman, Onalaska, La Crosse, and I think West Salem, I think Brad said. There's somebody from West Salem there as well. So uh, representatives from all those governments there, and they're all talking about sharing fire services and police and all that. Uh, we talked to Fire Chief Ken Gilliam a little while ago, and uh, he w- felt uh, pretty encouraged. He recognizes that there is some misunderstandings out, uh, out there about how this whole this process of mutual aid works um, and um, the cost of, of providing that. Uh, and well, the, he he mentioned this when we were when we were talking about that a little while ago. Right now, we've got agreements in place. There's no charge to call us. Um, we're not sending bills. Uh, we're not receiving bills from our neighbors either. And we do call mutual aid every once in a while when we get um, overwhelmed with call volume as well. So it's uh, we're, we're just working to uh, maybe tighten up the timelines, get us on the road faster. Yeah, his, it, the, the idea in that regard is pretty simple. We're just working to uh, maybe tighten up the timelines, get us on the road faster. Um, certainly uh, with houses, uh, you know, getting fully involved in 10 to 15 minutes with the uh, modern-day construction. Yeah. It's not waiting five or ten minutes to call us. It's calling us right away as soon as the call comes in and, and getting an appropriate number of firefighters there. We can sort through the larger fire district and uh, fiscal uh, opportunities, uh, you know, over a little bit more timely basis. But, you know, I'm kind of immediately calling for Let's get the right amount of firefighters to a fire and, uh, and, and you know, take care of life safety issues. Across Fire Chief Ken Gilliam, and he was saying that uh, one of the issues that comes up on a regular basis is, and we've seen this a couple of times, and, in fact, we've... Uh, a number of people in the town of Campbell have complained about this, uh, that there you, you'll get just, you know, four guys maybe that show up for a fire during the day, which is a recurring theme for volunteer fire departments. Some, not all maybe, but some file volunteer fire departments, it's difficult to get firefighters to show up because, because they're working and they can't necessarily leave their jobs at a drop of a hat. 
And you that's what that's the response that you need. You need that immediate response, right? I mean I'm assuming you need that if your house is in, on fire. That would that's that's the thing that makes the most sense to me. So why not have a more cooperative approach? You tell me. 608-785-7914. Why not have a So why not skip all of the rest of the incremental steps. Why not skip past every other little small arrangement and agreement that you're going to sign that involves helping out here and there. You know, you you use our fire truck, we'll use yours. Um, whatever those agreements might be. And I don't know what they are. Why don't we just why skip over that formality and create a fire district? That involves the entire county of La Crosse. What are the problems with that? Are there issues that may come up that may seem like, well, that's not such a great idea? Is Does it seem like that would balloon costs to the point where they could be crippling? I think cost is one of the factors that, you know, you heard a firefighter call in earlier says just about saving lives. Yeah, it can be about saving lives, but it's also a fair... It's, it's fair to have the conversation of what that costs in relation to the burden on property taxpayers. What, it, what is that cost? And we need to have that conversation at the same time. But at this point, what I'm hearing is, hey, let's get somebody in a truck to where they need to go. And who cares who it is? 608-785-7914 if you'd like to join us here on the air. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line 785-7914. We'll go to uh, number number three. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Are you guys happy now? I am elated. Yeah. I can't. I am. Yes, we've dedicated this show to you. That's what my wife said. You crazy yeah. fool for bringing them guys down chickens and now they're talking about you. Yeah. No, I, you. Yeah, you're uh you're our star. Okay. You're, this is this right. show. The rest I'll of the show. Me, I'll see how much money I got left when I get back from Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my guess is I, that you're, you're probably going to blow the wad. Uh, in, uh, yeah. Well, she gave me a pretty good size amount of money today. So I had I never had that many $10 bills in my life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I got 10 of them. That's 100 bucks. Anyway, yeah. you know, about this fire department you're talking about, I'm all in favor of saving lives, but. You know, we got people that say, I can't afford to live in the city of La Crosse. Right. And that's probably one of the reasons why our, or one of our reasons our taxes are higher than these other places, because yep. we got a full-time fire department, right? I mean, it costs more, sure. Well, sure. I mean, uh, nothing against the fire department. They're high-paid men, and they work for their money. Right. I'm not picking on the fire department. Right. But these other places... If they got trouble getting four or five volunteers to come together, that's why their taxes are cheaper than ours, right? Yes. That, I mean, it certainly is part of the equation, yes. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't see how we can be servicing these other towns and not billing them for it because it's going to cost the taxpayers money to run up to these fires. I would... I would tend to agree with that. I don't think in the it long run it's sustainable. It a bit of money to send a truck up. Look what it costs to get an ambulance to your house <laughs> with two people in it. Yeah, I, right? d- I, I don't understand why it has to cost that much, frankly. But yeah, right. in no, other I words, know what you're when these, 
then what's going to happen, Mitch, is pretty soon they're going to, the chief's going to say, well, well, we're serving these other communities, and it's taken us too long to get to these, so we're going to have to build another $3 million fire station closer to that property line. Is that the natural progression? Is that what's going to happen, though? Is that, is well, that, is I think that, that's uh, what's going to happen. Okay. I can see the handwriting right on the wall on right. this one. All right, so this is all, this is, if this kind of thing leads to simply an expansion of the current lacrosse fire department to other places and more expense. Correct. Correct. All right. All right. He's talking to fire stations without even going to these places. Yeah. So what what I so what I'm hearing is that one of your concerns uh, living in the city of lacrosse is right. that you you don't want to pay the bill for the lacrosse fire department to respond to these other places and not get paid for. Not- not unless they reimburse us. Okay, all right. And I think that's fair. I think it's fair. I, I do, too. Yeah. Because that's why cha- taxes are cheaper other places than in lacrosse. Okay. Um, yeah, I, one of the reasons. It's not the only reason, one but that's reasons. certainly well, one we, of the reasons. We've got a full-time police department we, we've and got a, We've got an $11 million police department and a $10 million fire department. Right. Somebody's paying for that's those. A, that's a lot of money. A little bit of money. Yeah. yeah, it for sounds 50, like thousand place people. All right, do you have? Do you have, speaking of money? Do you have money left over from today? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the wife went in and got it, so she used her money. Is she not allowed to buy beer then, or what? <laughs> well, I didn't want to bring your beer down because I didn't want you to be drinking and lose your job. Oh, that's really smart. That's smart of you. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, well, that would on, probably happen. If you're on Facebook, somebody might be watching. In fact, Abraham might watch us to yeah. take a sip and then be standing out by the door tonight. I know. And come come for me. Yep. Yeah, you know Abe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate the call and the chicken. Have fun, all right? Yeah. All right. The Crosstalk PM and WIZ and my Mitch Reynolds. We've dedicated this show to number three. Should I, I didn't want to tell him I didn't want to tell him that <laughs> not that drinking beer is Oh, you didn't want to. Tell, I thought you were gonna. You didn't want to complain that there was no coleslaw or something. No, no, I don't. You know, I, I don't know. You know, coleslaw isn't. I'm not a real big, huge. I don't. Yeah, I can. I can live without coleslaw. I'm good without coleslaw. Yeah, but not beer. <clears throat> no, I'm good without beer. I just. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to make him think that it's. That's perfectly reasonable. No, he just grabbed these out of his fridge. Yeah, I think. I know. I think he, he could have just grabbed you the Coors Light. Right. No, and it's fine. Need to speak up. It's it's actually it's probably better because Coors Light is not not great. You're drinking Diet Pepsi. I know. It's actually pretty good. I've never had a Diet Pepsi. I don't think. Pretty. It's pretty tasty. I mean, I don't think I'll finish it, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the the last hour of the show would have been so much so much better if you had a couple of beers in you. It usually is. Um, number three, dedicating the show to him. For uh, bringing us fried chicken, you can also have a show dedicated to you. And what if what if this became a thing, like where somebody People brings just, us fried chicken every day and we man, put on like forty five pounds? Yeah, that's that's probably not in the long run. That's probably not going to be a good thing. <laughs> we're going to have to start asking for like baked chicken. Or... Yeah, we're, Rick and I are both trying to aim at lower in terms of our weight. Trying to trying to. I, oh, I don't mean to speak for you. A chicken salad, maybe we're gonna start requesting just like, like a Greek chicken salad. 
And then it's hard to dedicate that. Hey, thanks to, you know, Greg for bringing in some chicken salad. Thanks a lot for nothing. Appreciate the chicken salad. I mean, I mean, there are some chicken salads that are pretty good, right? Yeah, but those aren't good for you. I mean, that's not doing anyone I, any yeah. favors in the weight Like category. a little ch- chicken salad with some feta cheese, Kalamata ala, sun-dried tomatoes <laughs> on, a, you know, better greens. I'm okay with that. breadstick or garlic bread? I don't think I, I think I'll skip the bread. I think I'll skip the bread. The only bread I will probably eat this week is the breading on the fried chicken I just ate. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Lacrosse Talk PM and Wisdom. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM with Mitch Reynolds continues after this. Summertime in Riverside Park means moon tunes from Valley View Rotary every Thursday night. Bring your blank. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for uh, joining us here this afternoon and this evening. Uh, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608-785-7914, We're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WYZM.com. On Facebook, uh, Hmm. Oh, Greg is pointing out the um, uh, that the Lacrosse Fire Department soaked the taxpayers for six hundred thirty-seven thousand three hundred seven dollars in overtime last year. It's a fair amount of overtime. Yeah, I mean it's a ten million dollar fire department. So I don't know. It's it is there's not it's not not expensive. No question. <clears throat> Something. I absolutely part of the conversation that's going to happen uh, with this uh, talks about regional cooperation between among the various local municipalities in this uh, in the county of La Crosse. Uh, first meeting in relation to that happening today in on Alaska City Hall. Uh, Brad Williams was there, said pretty much standing room only, and then representatives from all the local governments in the county of La Crosse uh, there as well, having those conversations. So, um, but we'll uh, we'll follow up with it. It's going to go on for a while. This is not something that's going to. You know, so there won't be a new fire district that happens overnight. So you know, suddenly there won't be uh, like a a um, a fire authority. I don't know what even that what that looked like. I don't know. It does make you wonder, though. We have these these traditional structures for police and fire and things like that. And it they, we, we like how they are. We don't, we don't like them to change. Even though in, in some ways you could see where the efficiencies just aren't there for them to, to stay that way. So for the Holman and on Alaska and lacrosse and whoever else has got a, um, you know, fire administrators, fire chief, and they're paying that person. And then multiple duplicates of equipment. And the, the classic example of 
duplications of service and or redundancy, unnecessary redundancy, is the distance between the lacrosse, I can't remember what station that is, uh, whatever the one, the fire station on Losey Boulevard, and the Shelby station that's like a mile away. That, you know, you, you guys, they don't, you don't have to get together necessarily and say, yeah, I'm going to put my fire station here, so... But maybe that's part of the conversation is that won't it make more sense for everybody involved and not just our little territory? Because really what it comes down to is everybody's got a little territory that they're protecting. It's really the town of Shelby and the town of Campbell saying this, these are the lines in the sand. Don't cross them. Yeah, and there may be dollars involved. Sure. I think they would have to be worked out in some way where it makes sense for everybody. Number three, I think, has a very legitimate concern. If a city, if you're a city taxpayer and you're already getting soaked for property taxes, which you are, if you're a city property property taxpayer and you and, and you are, if you live in the city of Lacrosse, you're paying property taxes. By the way, even if you're renting, but if you're if you're a city property taxpayer and and you're getting soaked, um. You're not necessarily welcoming this arrangement where the city fire department is providing services all over hell and not getting reimbursed for it. That means you are footing the bill for that to happen. So there's nothing in this. And the only thing, one of the things that I would take issue with, with this conversation when it comes to, like, we're not paying. And here's the, this is what Ken, this is what Chief Gilliam said. Now, this is what, this is what the chief said. Right now, we've got agreements in place. There's no charge to call us. Um, we're not sending bills. Uh, we're not receiving bills from our neighbors either. And we do call mutual aid every once in a while when we get um, overwhelmed with call volume as well. So it's uh, we're, we're just working to uh, maybe tighten up the timelines, get us on the road faster. So there's no charge. We're not sending bills. But there's still expenses being incurred. Right? You still have got a truck or trucks. You still have a crew or crews. You have equipment. You have usage. You have, I mean, there's got to be some level of consumables. I, I'm completely in the dark about fire operations and how what a typical fire call involves. But there has to be some level of consumables that you utilize during a fire call, right? It's got to be something. And um, wear and tear on the equipment, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, okay, that's great. But the concern raised by number three is, all right, I'm paying for that as a city property taxpayer. Now, the fire chief, and you, saw, you heard him say that, yeah, we do get called. We also make calls once in a while to other departments. Well, I, I mean, you know, we can, we can run those numbers and see just how many times <clears throat> the city of La Crosse calls for mutual aid and how many times it provides mutual aid. And I don't know how that's going to work out, how those numbers will work out. But my guess is that the cost for the the, the department, the, the La Crosse Fire Department, is probably, if you're going to work out the numbers and work out the cost for the wear and tear on the equipment and the labor and overtime even, if you're going to work all that out, my guess is what you're going to come down to is a significant cost imbalance. And while I think from the provider standpoint, from the standpoint of the fire department saying, hey, no worries. We just want to save lives. 
you don't have to, they don't necessarily have to worry about that. Cause I, I get that. That, that's a, that's a laudable goal. All we're doing is providing a service and saving lives. We're rescuing people. We're preventing a home from being fully engulfed. We're, uh, we're, you know, we're well, literally putting out fires. We're saving cats and trees, whatever it is that they're doing. They're what, what, how they approach things from the service provider standpoint is entirely different from how we look at things from the people footing the bill. Because to us, it does come down to numbers sometimes. Yeah, I mean, not so much when your house is the one that's burning down or you're the one who needs to get rescued from that dump on Ferry Street or, you know, whatever the situation is. In that particular situation, to hell with the numbers. Nobody cares. That doesn't matter. But in general, because... In terms of house fires, most of us are not going to experience that. It does come down to numbers. And it does come down to the cost uh, expenses incurred. It does come down to, yeah, that's cool that you're providing a fire service to the town of Shelby, but are we getting paid for that? Or am I paying to send you there? 608-785-7914. I think it's a worthwhile discussion to have. I'm not critical of the, the conversation of regional cooperation because it's, it's essential, right? It's just that you got to have the conversation about dollars as well. It's got to be in there. Because you can't sell this to property taxpayers, who, by the way, are the ones you have to sell to. Because at the end of the day, we make the decisions. Because we vote. <laughs> um, if you're not going to sell it to taxpayers and we're not going to buy it, then it's not going to happen. All right, 608 785 Uh, let's see. So let's see. Actually, Greg Sparks, a fairly decent point. While the fire department is a very necessary part of the life, a very necessary expense, and one shouldn't spare expense if they truly need something, is there a point when perhaps they overindulge in cost more than they actually really need to? Yeah, I don't know. When we talk about efficiencies, I mean, that'd have to take a uh, require an audit. Um, generally speaking, I, yeah, I, I, I really, I don't have a, I don't have an answer for that. Um, I don't know if they're a bare bones operation necessarily, but I don't know if that's, I think they, from my understanding, they are short on crews for certain, on certain engines, but I'd have to, I'd have to look that up. 608-785-7914. Okay. Let's go to, uh, is Greg back? All right. Let's go to Greg. Greg, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Dara. Yeah. Hey, Mitch. Yeah. I thought that chief was a little cavalier about the uh, dollars involved. But remember, he's a bureaucrat. He thinks the money just comes off a tree out back. But, uh, yeah, the thing I, I wanted to mention before was um, about lacrosse is like the second highest in the state per capita for fire department cost. And I know Wauwatosa is a little bit ahead of them, but Wauwatosa has a 70,000, over 70,000 medium household income, where lacrosse only has 40. So it could be argued that Wauwatosa can kind of afford a gold-plated fire department, but lacrosse can't, and uh, I don't think anyone else in the area wants to have that either. Anybody else in the area wants to have a gold-plated fire department is what you're saying? Or just 
or well, we, we don't. None of us want to be the highest per capita cost uh, fire department in the state. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, it like uh, Madary and uh, or Shelby or whatever want to have it done for nothing. But uh, that's lacrosse isn't going to do that. Yeah. No, it's going to cost a lot if you're going to have lacrosse do your fire department. Yeah, I, I I don't. When you say it costs a lot, you just mean that you think that it's going to it, it's going to push up costs in, in in those towns, or or is it is it, you think it's going to cost the same as if it's it were? It's going to cost somebody. Yeah, I mean, there's a cost it's, there. I don't know who. I, yeah. I don't know what they're trying to cook up, but it's going to cost somebody because okay. lacrosse. It costs um, like double of a lot of cities in Wisconsin. They're at 190 some dollars per capita for fire department costs, where a lot of towns are half that. Mm -hmm. So do you automatically want to double the cost you're paying for fire protection? Mm. I don't think a lot of people want to do that. If it was, if it was, um, a a uh, equal uh, cost savings in in your uh, home insurance would it make more sense? Um, because those yeah, two things can be related. The way it works. What's that? I mean, there there are ratings. Yeah, you know, for your fire department gets a rating, and your your insurance it, uh, is affected by it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't I don't think anybody wants to get in in business with lacrosse for fire. I, I could be wrong, but. I think Lacrosse wants to go and spread their the cost of their high priced fire department out amongst some other people, but So do you think that's what's behind this push is just that that the Lacrosse Fire Department wants to spread out its costs or something along those lines? Or you don't you you're not believing well, they, that idea that they really just want to increase the they like they like to grow their, their uh, empire. Okay. And they can't they can't squeeze any more out of Lacrosse. You know, like I said, they're the highest or second highest in the state for per capita cost. So they really can't get any more, I don't think. But maybe if they're if they're spending six hundred thousand plus in overtime every year, they shouldn't be taking on new jobs like inspecting. And are, are they going to be inspecting the weed situation now? Right. Well, that I, I mean, the the move from. To put building inspections in the underneath the wing of the fire department was not that decision was not made by the fire department. That decision was made by the city council. So you'd have to. I mean, oh, obviously sure, that sure. would have to yeah. be something. Yeah, it's it's everybody down at city hall making these decisions. Yeah, and that but, I mean, really you just got involves. Firemen down there. I saw that one captain was making 117 in salary and 33 in overtime. There's 150 grand for a fireman. I don't think uh, Holman and them can support that. All right. Well, look, I appreciate the call, Greg. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. We'll move on to Justin. Justin, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. First off, um, if Greg's belief in the stereotype of the bureaucrat is is true and sound, don't challenge him to spend more money because they'll try and spend more money. Um, (laughs) But that aside, I was was a bit confused if Greg was comparing towns to cities' fire protection because that kind of a, uh, will involve the fact that, yes, lacrosse has full-time professional paid firefighters on the payroll, and most towns and areas around here have volunteers. That's right. a whole other discussion that we've had over the past couple of years, um, but that needs to be pointed out. You can't, you're, you're comparing apples to oranges as well. So um, 
try not to, you know, stats uh, don't lie. Let me liars let me just stats, right? let me just address that for just a minute. I think that if I, and I'm I, I believe what Greg is uh, the numbers that Greg is using um, were from um, an evaluation made by the Wisconsin Taxpayers Alliance. They they did this thing for a long. I don't know if they're still doing it, but for many years they did the same thing where they were evaluating um, municipal costs for fire and, and police and all that kind of thing. And uh, they they uh, separated out uh, sizes of municipalities. So La Crosse was in a category of like second-tier municipalities. So, you know, you had um, first-class city Milwaukee and then Madison and Green Bay and I don't know what else is in there. I think those are actually... And Madison Green Bay, yeah, that's it. So you have those three cities, which are significantly larger, and then you have, you know, whatever, Fond du Lac and La Crosse and Oshkosh and Nina and Ash and everybody else. And so within that group, per capita fire costs, because that is apples to apples, per capita fire costs, um, up until 2015 or 16 might be the latest numbers, was second highest in the state of Wisconsin. Now that's a whole other discussion for why that might be, including the uh, density of you know commercial property versus the density of um, residential real estate, and so that that's another conversation that you could have uh, in relation to that, and and the length of the city, not to mention the type of services provided, including hazmat and highline and all that kind of stuff. So. Those all increase costs. There's also the um, waterfront uh, protection that is also part of the cost, the fire department that you have to work in there as well. So it's not as simple as saying that the fire department in, I don't know, what would be uh, a fire department in um, Stevens Point isn't necessarily the same thing as the fire department in La Crosse because they have a different topography to work with and deal with, different services to provide. They're more of a regional um they're they're the reason regional hazmat provider or something along those lines. So it's it is it's a little bit different depending on where you go. Let's let me just leave it there. This is Wisdom by Mitch Reynolds. It's that time of year, project time. Maybe you're planning a kitchen or a bathroom remodel, or maybe you're building a new home, or the new home you just purchased needs a few adjustments. Chances are, whatever project you're planning, it involves electrical work. The Wettstein family is synonymous with quality service in the Cooley region. Wettstein Brothers Electric is the name you can count on for quality work when you need an electrical contractor. Whatever your project, Wettstein Brothers Electric. Welcome to the family. Join the YWCA for Taste of the Cooley Region this Thursday from 5.30 till 8 p.m. at Celebrations on the River on French Island in La Crosse. Enjoy beer, wine, cocktails, and food with featured flavors from the Cooley Region's finest establishments. All proceeds... Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. The Crosstalk PM and WIZ. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and La Crosse. The show, the last hour of the show, dedicated to number three. Who provided us fried chicken today? Yeah. That's all it really takes. For you to be special to us, you just bring us fried chicken. And that's it. It's amazing. (laughs) 
Uh, again, thanks for riding along, and thanks for my love to Anna. We'll talk tomorrow.